So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet and Entertainment Podcast episode uh, one four, or sorry, 244 for May 3rd. 2020. My name is Nathan Reetenspruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Okay, hold up. Are you using the RTX voice thing? Yes. Have you listened to that it's... music intro? With the RTX voice thing on? Did it mess things up? It removed the music. I'm. I'm going to... I'm going to keep that, it in this week. Leave it that way, because that was <laughs> fucking incredible. I, I thought you were doing it on purpose. Like, I thought that he just, like, sent you, like, even though I, I don't think you've even talked to him in, like, years, you said. Like a like, year, two years or something like that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why he's using an acapella version of the song, but okay. <laughs> like, I did that not, is uh, incredible. Uh, that's amazing. So that... that We'll talk about that, right? We're we're gonna talk about RTX voice because I I decided last week I didn't use it, but I wanted to test it out today and see if you noticed it, and apparently <laughs> you did. Holy shit, that's incredible! It's because the the sound uh the sound pad that I have actually uses it, it it uses my microphone, and I did not realize that it would do that, that it would go and. <laughs> and affect that in such a way. And that is pretty amazing. Anyway, uh, Andrew or Roy McFain, I have a question for you. Where can we find you? Uh, just go over to Aroa.website where you can find links to my YouTube and my Twitter and other stuff. And then what games have you played this week? Uh, so I've played, played a few games uh, in very short capacity. Um, I played uh, played a game called Kill It with Fire Ignition, which is a free demo for a game called Kill It with Fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I would assume that's a VR game. No. Oh, okay. No, it's just a it's a game where you you kill spiders. You're just you got you got spiders in your house that inexplicably sound like rats because the developers apparently don't know that spiders don't actually make any sounds um and you you gotta you gotta kill them and you use various wacky items such as uh shurikens that are much too large to actually function as shurikens and uh a flamethrower made from deodorant spray uh it's a neat like demo but i don't really know how it's gonna pan out into a full-fledged game um but I guess, you know, this is this is being published by Tiny Build, which uh, the other game that I played is also published by Tiny Build, um, and they're kind of I'm realizing the uh, the Blumhouse of video game publishing. Um, they, um, okay. So I I don't, don't get I the mean. reference. I don't get the reference. Okay. No. So Blum Blumhouse is a uh, film studio. 
that they basically give money to whoever comes to them with a decent idea without any real regard for how viable it's going to be as a film product because their logic is that as long as it's cheap then all they have to do is just fund as many movies as possible and one of them will be bound to be a breakout hit and they'll make all their money back and then some you know i like that idea honestly because it means it has worked for them very well yeah yeah because like we could theoretically like have an idea and make a movie based off of it yeah as but long we... as the budget's like twenty thousand dollars like they don't even they don't even give a shit that's um, cool which it is i i ever since hello neighbor came out um and that was just a big stinky pile of poopy diarrhea i wasn't a um, fan i was not a fan of it I, I I've been like, man, what happened to Tiny Build? And then they've come out with so many other weird things that I don't understand how they have any cohesion at all with with any kind of strategy. And that's when I realized that's what it is. They just they just do whatever. And that's I assume why they decided to publish a game about killing spiders. Uh, they also uh, are publishing a game called uh hellpoint uh, which is a uh souls like game okay and it's not it it's not bad on its own uh, as in like like it feels decent as a souls like game um it's interesting because there's a dedicated jump button which it's strange to say that that's interesting but as far as the souls like genre um no one has a dedicated jump button it's always just part of your role animation uh um, i mean yes i think that with dark souls 3 they added the ability to jump did they well only when you're running i think are you sure it's not part of like whenever you press circle to roll that it it doesn't do a little jump with no it? no 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 they actually have like a uh, they they have a jump in three, and I think it's you when you're like running, you click the one of the uh sticks, and it and it jumps for you. Huh. Yeah. Well, in Hellpoint, you press A, and it jumps. Um, oh, that's good. So there's there's some like minor traversal elements to it. Um, the combat feels all right. There's no parry button, which is weird. I th- and it doesn't really explain anything, which is really annoying. Um, it just feels very rough, but at the same time, the visual aesthetic is really, really cool. Um, it, it has this, like, it, it has the mood of like Dead Space, and like the lighting is really good. Um, but there's also like this weird there's meat everywhere like the the art direction is is fantastic uh, i've never seen monsters that are quite like how they are in hellpoint uh the, the subtitle uh for the demo is the thespian feast and i'm guessing that there's multiple factions of enemies and the faction that you're you're facing in the demo are the thespians and they all look like uh they all look look like shakespearean stage actors but they're made out of meat 
Uh, do so you like, eat them? No. Oh. Well, that's uh, I'm, that ruins I, the entire name of it. I'm thinking that they are the ones that eat uh, because they are grotesque beings of flesh. Oh, uh, so little... they're thespians. Ah, ah, ah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, is but it a yeah, good game? Uh, I uh, liked it at first, and then I found out that the main mechanic of the game is a real-time clock that is continuously moving even when you're not playing the game. And at various points throughout the day, if you try to go through an area, there will be an arena that is incredibly difficult that you can't bypass unless you just beat it. Um, and it was unbelievably frustrating at that point, and I gave up. So you're mad because you have to be good at a game. You gotta be you gotta be too good at the game for it to be the first fucking level, and you're putting <laughs> me in an arena with like twelve of the slightly more difficult enemies all at once. Like, no, nah, go, go fuck yourself, bro. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. Was there anything else you played besides obvi the obvious, like World of Warcraft and stuff? Um. Not, not well. Uh, while I've been working, uh, slash pretending to work, uh, I've been playing a game called Guts and Glory, which uh, I don't know if you remember that. I've um, heard of it. I don't. I don't know much about it. Do you remember Happy Wheels? Yes. -ish. It's three. It's three D Happy Wheels. Oh, that might be. That might be fun. Yeah, it, it was be. on sale for like three bucks. So I grabbed yeah, we'll, it. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a. We'll talk about that in a bit. I'm going to switch over to me. Uh, you can go. go you can ahead. find Fine. me in lots of different places. You can find me at Reeton everywhere. So Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Mixer, uh, Reeton or Reeton Entertainment on YouTube. You can find my website, ReetonEntertainment.com, and then also this podcast. You can of find course. him at the local male strip club. Yeah. Well, no, not right now. That's uh, remember social distancing and all the strip clubs are not. They're for some reason they're not essential businesses, but yet the WWE is bullshit. Yeah, the WWE is essential, but I can't go to strip clubs. Anyway, um, what else? What else? Where you can find me? You can find this podcast at Reeton Podcasts pretty much everywhere. Just look for it, or there are links below. So, uh, the games I played, I played some Overwatch on Monday. Got my boxes. Uh, I've been playing some Final Fantasy XIV. I'm up to level 30 on my Arcanist, which means I can now uh, become a summoner. So I am now a summoner in Final Fantasy XIV, and I can summon uh, Ifrit, which is pretty cool. Uh, well, Ifrit. It's not Ifrit. It's spelled different. Ifrit. It's, it's spelled differently. Ifrit. But it's it doesn't have an E. Or if for, or double E's is Ifrit. Uh, it's a, uh, it's different. You pronounce the I as a short as an, as an as E. A short I. Uh yeah. So I I mean probably if you're pronouncing it in um like Japanese language, uh they don't change their uh like like how we have like C can sound like this or S can t sound like S or ch. Um, yeah, there are a lot of languages that don't do that, but English does. Yeah, and so uh, I yes, the I in Japanese is E. So I believe it is. 
Uh, so it probably would be Ifrit or something like that. Um, but I don't care. It's Ifrit. And uh, so I can summon that and then level up more and I can summon more monsters. It'll be it'll be pretty cool. I played some Fallout 76 because I have it on Steam now. It no 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 don't don't pretend, don't pretend to gag. It's actually quite a bit better than it used to be. Like um adding in NPCs has actually made it quite a bit better. It's still not a great game. Uh there's a lot of just mindless wandering around and stuff, but it is with having like cohesive storyline and like NPCs to talk to, which we'll talk about the NPCs later. Um, it's, it's a lot better than it was before. I'm still not, it's still not as good as the first two games or fallout new Vegas, uh, or even fallout three and four, but it's a lot better than it used to be. So that's, that's kind of nice. Apparently like they should have just kept it in uh, development for another year before they released it. And, uh, they did not do that. So yeah. It's uh it's on Steam now, so that's also helpful because uh Steam's better than the Bethesda launcher. And they gave it they gave it to people who had already owned the game on the Bethesda launcher, they gave it on Steam for free. Plus they gave I think Fallout 1, 2 and Tactics for free on Steam as well, which is pretty sweet. I already had those games, of course, but uh for people who didn't already have them, that's a pretty good deal. Anyway, uh, you should you should play Fallout seventy six with me. You shouldn't play Fallout seventy six with me. Yeah, it's... I'm buying that garbage. No, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. It's I mean, to be fair, it is quite a bit better than it used to be. Uh, I had some fun with it and killed a lot of raiders. But I need more stem packs, which I think I say in all the Fallout games until at some point I just end up like having a thousand stem packs on me at all times. So I'm looking forward to that. Anywho's, let's move on to uh, our stories. And we're going to talk about Fallout 76 and the NPCs. So you haven't done anything with the NPCs, like, or, or you haven't read anything about Fallout 76 Wastelands? Wastelanders? Um, so I saw a video with the title that fallout 76 npcs steal your items yes but i don't i don't know what that means so here here it is from eurogamer.net um it says uh some fallout 76 players friendly npcs are taking a leaf out of the player's book and looting their corpses and even stealing their prized possessions <laughs> Uh, redditor lizard enosaurus lizard enosaurus reported that while playing one of the game's new PVE events, a friendly NPC stole their Gatling gun and nearly two thousand units of five millimeter ammo. Uh, it says in Fallout seventy six, when you die, you respawn close to the location you died. Where you died is a small paper bag that includes your junk only. You're not supposed to lose any weapons or armor. However, when he respawned, he found that they were missing their Gatling gun. Puzzled, they returned to the scene of the crime and found an NPC wielding the Gatling gun. 
Somehow, <laughs> the NPC had looted his corpse in the tiny window after death and before they respawned, and the paper bag entered the game world. Just to be safe, don't... Uh, it's just, this is a quote from him. It says, just be safe. Uh, don't use your best or rarest items in events like raiding shotgun just in case one of the NPCs decides to steal it. And it says it's an isolated rare bug, perhaps. It turns out that others have suffered a similar fate from the hands of Fallout 76's new and sneaky NPCs. Uh, it does show a video, but unfortunately, a video looks like it's gone right now. Um, it says you can see them search for the weapon in their inventory and weapon wheel. Then the NPCs, uh, Marion Copeland wielding it during the fight, <laughs> which is great. Um, it says that uh, at the very end, it says this is an unintentional bug and Bethesda rep took to his Reddit thread to say the developers will investigate immediately. I would not fix this. <laughs> like, like, I would not fix this at all if I were a developer because that is amazing. Like, that is a very unique feature. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a it's a bug apparently they're not supposed to do that um but i would totally leave it in because that is exactly something like a human player would do right so if if they're supposed to be acting like humans they would be stealing your shit and not giving it back which by the way that's another part of it is that the npcs are like no i'm not giving it back like you just can't get that item back from them. Um I think that I, I like I like this idea of NPCs kind of being dicks. Kind I, of being dicks like that. I think it's interesting that the NPCs can loot corpses, period. Yeah, you would think that they would ha have that not happen, but like well, I, I don't even mean your corpse. Uh, I just mean like Usually in games, they don't really care about corpses. Like your your partners in Fallout Four or Three don't loot corpses. Yeah, that. Um, I wonder why they put that in. I wonder if there's something that they programmed in where, um, like maybe during one of the missions they have to grab an item and open a door or something. And that's yeah, what they do, know. but that that seems really strange. Or maybe they just like if an item falls down, like they want to upgrade their armor or something. I have, I have it's absolutely a really no idea. Weird thing to accidentally do, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, I bet there was something that happened. There's like some mission that they have to do where they have to take a, a special item or something like that. But that's just really, really strange to me that they would have it programmed that the NPCs would rob you and then be like, <laughs> oh, it was unintentional. I would put that in, in, I would put it intentionally in there and be like, well, that sucks. You shouldn't have died. Have fun. <laughs> bitch. But not my loose box. <laughs> yes yes buy a loot box because that's what they all they want you to do by the way the prices are ridiculous 
uh, in the Fallout 76 store. I I went into the Fallout 76 like cap store because you can earn atoms in the game, like for for doing various quests and stuff. And I think the cheapest thing I found was like a sticker, or 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 like an avatar or something like that for like a hundred and fifty atoms. And I have like a hundred and twenty atoms. I can afford almost nothing in there. Except for some really, really bad things. I think that was a common complaint, wasn't it? Yeah, time. yeah, probably. Um, so as as I said, I've also been playing some Fallout, or I'm sorry, some Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, we really are light on stories this week, so we're gonna have to have some. Uh, what's that word? Padding. We're gonna have to have some padding in here. Um, fill, this is a filler episode, but Final Fantasy fourteen had a near crossover. You like uh, Nier, right? You've been playing through yeah. Nier. Uh, you've been the... Nier Automata. Yeah, ha- you didn't play that this week. No. Oh, you should get back on that wagon. I so, know. Uh, there was a Nier crossover in Final Fantasy fourteen, and apparently, according to Massively Overpowered, the reason we have the Nier crossover raid in Final Fantasy fourteen is because uh, Naoki. Oshida got Yoko Taro and uh, Yusuke Saito drunk. So the story is, um, he tells a story about plying them with good steaks and bottles of wine before springing the question of working on the game with them. So apparently uh, Yoko Taro is a legendary creator troll and would also get yelled at by Final Fantasy XIV team about having the player character take actions which were inappropriate. Um, so he explains that the motivation was in part uh, born from fan requests to do some sort of crossover between the two games, explaining that he wanted something much more substantial than simply tossing the costumes from Nier Automata into Final Fantasy XIV. He also explained that while the story was something new to him, having never worked on MMOs before. It's a story he's proud to have worked on specifically because it's different. So I think that's pretty cool all, that they're doing the the near crossover, which, by the way, I'm not high enough level. I haven't played that raid. But um, I also like the fact that he's like, hey, let's go out and have some steaks and, and wine, and then we'll, tar- we'll start up talking about this business arrangement. So, which I imagine that's how a lot of things get done in the business world is getting people really, really drunk. Oh, yeah. But, um, and like feeding them steak and stuff. Cause like you'll see if you're a high level, like attorney or something, and some, uh, well, I don't know what they're called, some law firm, law firm, some law firm is kind of courting you. They'll have like, Oh, we're gonna take you out to this fancy lunch and dinner, or dinner, and give you some drinks and talk about you coming over to our firm and stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, there, there's this uh, this thing in America called uh, lobbying, where uh, that happens with politicians. Oh yeah, that's that's what they do. Like, I remember 100% what they do. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, I don't remember the person's name. But like some lobby group paid for his daughter's wedding and 
like he was taken to court because they're like this is this is bribery and the court was like court was like no nah, it's not bribery it's like wait what yeah no, it's, it's lobbying and it's fine yeah yeah it's lobbying it's just it's just spending they're just using their freedom of speech to <laughs> give them lots of money and then they do things that benefit them that's not bribery um which by the way is illinois suffering the the like do they have people going out and doing protests uh i don't think so okay because oregon uh like we have voted in the presidential election and for typically for governors uh are democrats so ever since ronald reagan was voted into office the second time i believe 1988 ever since then we have voted for a Democrat in the presidential uh, in the presidential race every single time for like the last 30 years. But um, there is still a significant portion of Oregon that is really, really Republican. Like incredibly like far right, we hate Democrats. Anything that has to do with all freedom is uh, is bad. It, 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 anything that has to do with limiting off freedom, only when it's only when it's specifically freedoms they care about. And for some reason, this uh, this order that they had, the stay-at-home rule, where we're in a state of emergency, is violating their freedoms. And so we have people who are like, quite a bit like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a big protest and we're gonna have a bunch of people and it's gonna be awesome. And it's like that it it's been like a month and a half, guys. Like it's not like it's been that long that you've had to stay at home. And nothing's different. Like But I, I gotta go back to work. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Well, there are a lot of places that are uh shut down or running minimal staff right now, but like fast food is still open. Most restaurants here are still open. You just order takeout. Um, like you can't go and sit in a restaurant and you can't get a haircut. Like everything else is fine. I think even gun shops are open. Like in uh, Oregon. Oh. oh, maybe in Oregon. Not, yeah. Not here though. I, I don't know if gun shops are open in Oregon, but those aren't really essential businesses. Let's look. But. But how am I supposed to protect my family from looters if I don't yeah. have guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are or like this is from um one of the newspapers. Uh they're apparently guns in Oregon, gun shops are considered a necessary business. So they're open. Yeah. So like there are nothing's really changed. Uh but people are protesting. And they're like, we need to open Oregon. And I'm like, you literally are wanting people to die. Oregon's um, not closed. Shut up. <laughs> it's not. It's not really. It's like it, people can still drive in from other states. Like, you're, I, I went and I returned bottles at the bottle drop today. I don't know if Illinois does that. No. Why not? You're, because fucking that would be annoying. It's not that bad. 
and it, so it makes annoying. it makes sure that it makes sure that we like uh are able to deposit like recycle our bottles because they urge you to recycle so oregon i know california and oregon do it i don't know about washington but um like we can go and i return bottles today we had to stand in a line outside though six That's feet so apart weird yeah so you stand like there's a bottle drop which is um it has a bunch of machines like 10 machines or whatever and every other machine is open right now and they will only allow people inside who are actively returning the bottles so when somebody leaves another person can go in um and it's like 10 cents a bottle so it's not that bad and it's really good for um like people who are doing um bottle drives like oh we're from the crook county high school and we're gonna go to state so we need bottles to pay for our students because our school's underfunded because the government sucks oh you mean like how uh our schools do the thing where you uh they collect a bunch of bottle caps uh uh milk jug caps that's it what I have oh, no you idea. Guys, you you guys don't have that. No. So, uh, I've I've had it. Uh, I had it a couple of times when I was in school, um, where they would have a drive where they try to collect as many milk jug caps as possible, because I guess that there's some kind of like charity program or something. Uh, and once they collected enough milk jug caps, then we got like a bench or something. Oh, see, no, in in Oregon, we just do um, bottle drives. So you you know you'll walk up to the house and be like, "Hey, we're from this. We're doing this. Uh, do you have any cans or bottles laying around?" And the beautiful thing is, rich people do not return bottles because it's beneath them. And so I'm not even kidding. So when I was in high school, we would went, we would went up to the um the kind of richer area, not like there's any super rich part of where I live, but the the people with nicer houses. And uh it was right after Memorial Day when they had like their big party. And so we show up and they're like, "Oh, we have so many bottles. We we're waiting for you to show up." And they just gave us like three or four bags full oh, of bottles. Look. The peasants are here to collect our garbage. <laughs> uh, one time we made six hundred dollars in a day before by just collecting bottles. God. <laughs> so it's really not that bad when you're uh, when you're a teenager and you need to you know go to go to some trip or something like that. Um, that's weird. I did not. I see. I always thought every state returned bottles, no, but I guess absolutely not. I guess only a few do. I know that it's like three. Uh, well, no, because I think Ohio, uh, Michigan, Oregon, California. So there's four that I know of specifically. Uh, but do I do. I have any. Hold on. I think it says it on the bottles, doesn't it? Uh, it uh, should. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh. Uh. M e v t c t m a n y h i i a five cents. Oregon and Michigan, 10 cents. Yeah. So I knew Oregon and, or I knew Michigan had 10 cents. And I knew that uh, Oregon had 10 cents. 
And the reason I knew Michigan does is because I have a friend who lives there. And um, every year or two, somebody will be busted with like a truckload of cans driving from Ohio to Michigan to return their cans. And that's illegal. <laughs> yeah. That's so Illegal so, can bootlegging. So the list of states, by the way, before we end this, because this is just filler right now. Uh, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, uh, Iowa, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, Oregon, Vermont, and Guam. Guam is a state. Uh, I guess it's a it's it's a territory. Is it a territory of the United States? I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Wait, is that part of Puerto Rico? Uh, let me see. Guam is an unincorporated, organized territory of the United States. So, yes, it's a territory of the United States. And yeah. um, it's uh, five cents there. Vermont is 15 cents for liquor, which is... That's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's really weird. Uh, and then uh, Maine is 15 cents for wine and liquor. So that's uh that's definitely something. Anyway, uh we're we're having a short day today because frankly there's nothing to talk about this week. I looked for stories like for a couple hours today and I couldn't find jack shit to talk about. Uh, oh, oh, that uh, is one thing I wanted to ask before we leave. Um this is Golden Week. Do you know what Golden Week is? Uh, it's something Asian. Yeah, something. it's yeah. I I believe it's a Japanese thing, but uh, I know they celebrate it in Japan. I don't know if it's just Japan or if it's all of Asia. Um, but Golden Week is something they celebrate. I'm not sure what exactly it is, and uh, I feel bad because now they're having to Japan's having to celebrate Golden Week with everyone staying at home and not talking to each other. But I, I wanted to know, because a lot of things are on sale, did you buy anything from the Golden Week sales, like on Steam or Green Man Gaming or anything? Mm, nope. Nope, nope. So I did. <laughs> so, so I did. So I'll mention what I bought. I bought, uh, I bought Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain for $3. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was like $3.80 or something like that. So I thought that was a fairly good price. And then and that was on Green Man Gaming. And then I bought Final Fantasy VIII Remaster for $8 on Green Man Gaming. So there are some really good deals if you're looking around. I don't know if like uh, Amazon is doing any deals or anything like that, but I do know that like Steam, Grayman Gaming, I think Good Old Games, uh, a I lot of looked at GOG or uh, Greenman Gaming. Yeah, a lot of them are doing really good deals right now. Um, and Greenman Gaming, I I think it's because I have an account there and I've had it for a long time. I I get a little bit extra off. So they said uh, Final Fantasy VIII was ten dollars. 
But when I logged in, it actually knocked the price down to like eight bucks for Final oh, Fantasy. The other VIP program thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would take a look at those uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking for new games. It's probably a good time to buy them. Uh, a lot of the games that are on sale are Japanese centric. So, oh, uh, I believe there's a couple of those um, uh, Naughty Girl VR games on sale on Steam. So, <laughs> if you want to buy those, there are, Aroa. There are a lot of uh, visual novels, yes. Yes. Um, um, uh, I think Danganronpa's on sale. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, in fact, I might get V3 now that it's only 16 bucks. That's not That's bad. A real good price. Are you gonna Are you gonna record that and put it on the YouTube's? Uh, eventually. I need to play okay. through two first. Oh yeah, you haven't done that. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you for being here for this short podcast, Aroa. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that short. It was yeah it was fine. Yeah, it's a little over half an hour. Um, and I of course have been your host Nathan Reed-Spruth. We will be back next week. I should be in Canada, but no, I had to cancel my fucking trip. I'll see you next week. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye.